Hello and welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here and on the podcast this week we've got uh, Luke Thompson. Hello. Back again. How you doing? I'm good. <laughs> Fast response. Yeah, let's just get this one over and done with, eh? <laughs> oh, that's what we love in Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> We're really glad to be here. We'll wait for that in the season one. Yeah. Um, we've got Richard Hobbs as well. Hello everyone. And we've got the Baron. Good afternoon, good evening. Yeah, good evening. I've travelled four hours to get here, and then Luke says, let's just get it out. <laughs> Dedication, right. Right. Dedication right there. Uh, and well done for everyone remembering the Baron seen you. Yeah. Baron von Winklehurst. On the podcast this week, we're going to talk about the last game of the season, which was against Millwall. But firstly, cracking on to news, uh, Wolves have a new sponsor. Uh, gentlemen, in Silver Bug, which is a leading IT services provider. So they're on a, a year's deal, I believe. Um, yeah, we just don't really know anything about them. If they want to give us some free stuff, we'll uh, we'll take it. Welcome on board, Silver Bug. Yeah. Does oh, the fan cast have more Twitter followers than them? It is a bit weird with Silver <laughs> Yeah, it is a bit weird with Silver <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Fancast HQ always is in need of high-spec IT stuff. <laughs> yeah, so definitely. Yeah. If you want to, you know, good to get on board with the fans and you know get a good relationship with them so I mean, what, how better than to give free stuff away if, if we're going to carry on with the football manager stats next season having a, a high end laptop or PC to yeah. play it on yeah. provided by Silverbook would be yeah. you know it'd be beneficial for us and it would it's <laughs> probably one on its way now yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what a... side of the door <laughs> did someone say Silverbook <laughs> <laughs> So welcome aboard uh, Silverberg Wolves have announced their first pre-season friendly, which is a way to Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank's Burton Albion. Um, are they they're in League One now? That's really mm-hmm. yeah. I couldn't. I, I didn't realise they even were uh, being promoted to League Two. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? In the playoffs. In the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> play a season. <laughs> season. Well, once, once whatever league I'm in, I don't look at the leagues below. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's shocking. <laughs> really bad. Um, didn't Jimmy um, Floyd Hasselbank say that it was his Barcelona? Yeah, he did say something about Barcelona, didn't he? Um, be, that'll be a nice little match, won't it? Pre-season against yeah. uh, Burton Albion. Scarves the same court. Nice little town, Burton. Burton were champions, weren't they? Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm sure someone told me over the weekend. John's probably going to be more like nervous. Apart from Chelsea, the six um, league winners in English football below them all begin with the letter B. Yeah, that's true. I saw that. It's a great stat. Bournemouth. You got Bournemouth. Oh, we should Bristol City, Bristol City, Burton, Burton Barnet, Barrow, yeah. Barrow, Barrow yeah. yeah, and I think there's another one below oh, that, and, and the South Feeder as well. Oh, um, mm. oh, the big, the, the ones, the big Corby. It's not Boreham Wood, is it? It's something like that. Yeah, I think I'm sure that was in the playoffs. Oh, well, but mm. yeah, well, it seems beginning would be doing well. Yeah, no well, details as yet as we record this podcast. Who, what is the pre-season schedule? But if Wolves were to go to a different country, realistically, pre-season. <laughs> Uh, where would you like Wolves to go this year? Well, I think Wales is the only UK country we haven't toured <laughs> in the last 37 years because it's always Ireland or Scotland, isn't it? Yeah. But I don't know, I suppose Holland would be nice because it's not too far away, yeah, is it? And I think it's something like France. Yeah, yeah, that'd be quite nice. Say for France. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. You've got to work out where could you possibly have a holiday as well at the same time, <laughs> yeah. haven't you? Yeah. Try and convince your missus. <laughs> when, we, when we went up to the Premier League, we randomly did a tour of Australia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is a very bizarre, isn't it? I want to get to the day where we get to the Premier League 
and we were a bit settled and I thought we can do America. But I'm sure America. America. Yeah. <laughs> Australia was the first time we've been somewhere exotic in my living memory. Yeah. Mm. I'm sure in we've we've 1993 we went to Sweden. We've mm. done a couple of Scandinavian. We used to do Scandinavian a lot, yeah. hell of a lot. They like at one time. Yeah. Oh, we used to be interesting. Ritual for years. Yeah, we did it under McCarthy one year, I'm sure. Yeah. So the Isle of Wight then? Yeah, so I'd love to do like so a back to Ireland. I'd love to just do a Scandinavian tour, or you know, Eastern Europe. Eastern Europe, yeah, you know, just uh, pushing it out there. Mm. Just mm. get the reach of walls out to the, the masses. The trouble is, I don't think the training pitches and the pitches would be that good out there. The standard of them, but I think Holland would be a better. Mm. Be the standard yeah. of the pitches would probably be better. Holland or Belgium? They'd be doing on at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heard it here first. Then. Yeah. Uh, in other news, Dean Saunders. Relegated again of Crawley Town. Tried not to smell too hard at this, but he's just a joke, isn't he? He's so bad. The fans want him at Crawley. They're demanding his days. To be fair, things did turn he did turn results around a bit towards the end. Mm. I mean he had a ter- awful start. So at a point where he had no goalkeeper, didn't he? No, no the, like, things were not obviously going well under Gregory when he was in. <laughs> that wasn't like a tactical genius we might. How could I shape this up? <laughs> I have to agree with John Tunis. I think Maybe in a couple of years' time, you go back to that six months and you analyse what happened. It wasn't all Saunders' fault. No, no the, players, the players do need to take a lot of responsibility. He brought in Danny Bart. He brought in brought Doty more into the fold. He, he had yeah. that Jack Robinson kid who... Oh, was it no, Rod- I think was Rod- Rod- not playing Rod- Danny Bart was a mistake. He, start, yeah. he, he played him a couple he brought, of Oh, he did, yeah. He, yeah. Really he, he brought Doty back from Berry yeah. and, and played him, which was good. But obviously kept Jack Robinson at left-back. But, but we, had, we we tinkered with a five-man defence, mm. didn't we, against Cardiff, and it, it flopped. Mm. But the man to pay for that was Danny. Mm. He then left him out yeah, and kept Gorks in. Um, and then the next Solid. time we saw Danny Bart on the pitch, I think it was at Charlton, coming on at centre-forward yeah. for the last five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tactical genius. <laughs> that was hilarious, that one. And he also brought Nuadico in. Yeah, played him on the wing. On the, yeah. on the wing, which is the standard wall thing to do, play you know, a strike on the wing. What am I talking about now? Having said that, <laughs> at that particular point, Nuadico hadn't scored any goals for no. anybody. Yeah. He, he hadn't played, he'd only played cup games for Wigan. Mm. Nobody really knew what he was. No. It wasn't until he went to Rotherham, to be fair to anybody, that yeah. they actually knew he was a striker. I mean, he's not the biggest fella in the world. And if you if you like Dean Saunders and you hit long balls, Nuadico's not a lot of use to you, mm. to be fair, unless you've got a pair of ladders to stand on. Um, so he probably, he probably is a winger in his eyes, isn't he? <laughs> Just imagine, like a Spencer Gadget. It'd be great in a TLC match, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Wrestling. Um, the other bit of news, which I don't know if it's even news, that the uh, football league highlights are going to be on Channel 5 next season at 5 o'clock. Are we happy oh, with that? On Saturday. Um, so yeah. the football yeah. league show's going, is it? Yeah, yeah. The football league show's not going to be on the BBC anymore. It's Channel 5 have now got the because rights. With Pouch Manish. So they couldn't continue oh, with no. anything. Yeah. And the new host of Wolves Frank Cassie is Yeah, so it's on Channel 5 next season, the football highlights, and it's going to be at 9 o'clock. So okay. that's the end of Leroy's career then? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leroy yeah. And hopefully Steve Clary. What do we. I'm not fussed. I don't look at the five o'clock. Straight after the game. No, nine no, o'clock. You did, you did no. say five. Oh, did I? Yeah. Right, okay. I was trying to throw <laughs> John off. <laughs> 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 I was like, I'm going to have to get from real really quick. Sorry, turning on uh, Channel 5 at five o'clock. What's this? Why is there always a film every week? I don't understand. Where are these football? They'll be on the video print at the bottom, don't they? <laughs> it's, it's better than, you know, waiting until gone 12 to watch yeah. your yeah. team for 35 seconds isn't it how long's the pro I mean, they're not going to have it clashing with match of the day 
Because that, that's a point that's yeah. 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 But then they could have it for an hour and a half. Much yeah. as starts at half ten years. Yeah. Yeah. I just always remember when I was a kid and ITV had the Premier League rights up one year and they had it on at seven o'clock the mm. highlights and it just mm. didn't work. No. I'm wondering whether the same concept will... Well, you know, people, yeah, people are still out on that nine yeah. o'clock. Um, it's not a great time, but... It's probably best that I've normally fallen asleep before the football league. So, <laughs> yeah. so I normally watch it on a Sunday morning in bed. I record it and watch it when I wake up. Yeah, that's what um, a lot of people do now. Just put it as an online show. That's the future. Mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's the future. But I mean, I suppose it depends if it, it all depends on who they can get into host it, what pundits. It'll be. Yeah. I guarantee yeah. it. No Ian Wright's gone back to BBC because he had a point where he was on Channel Five. Mm. They must be cutting back then, maybe because that late kick off never got brought back this no, season. No, it no, usually no. comes on late January, yeah, the last I, three months. I don't know whether the rights are up for grabs like they do with the Premier League rights, and Channel 5 just said they'd bid more potentially. I don't know. Mm. Remember when Channel 5 used to have the international football? I remember Channel 5. They had their first match was England v Poland. Oh, in Poland. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that, yeah. yeah. I remember when Channel 4 used to have the Italian football on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, that yeah. was brilliant, that was. Oh, that's yeah. The Gazetta. Yeah, mm, that was brilliant. Richardson. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I don't know, I suppose. I can't really comment until... Annoyingly, we're going to be on it next season. I did. I mean, I, I must admit, I'm not a big fan of the, of like the, the night games being where the goals get shown straight away. Are you not? No. One well, on Sky? No, I, yeah. don't, I don't see what that does for attendance yeah, I just think. Well, mm. as soon as as soon as a goal been scored in, in the championship, they show it thirty seconds later yeah, on Sky. Just thinking, well, yeah. great incentive and for people must, to go. There must be different rules for rights for that because obviously three o'clock on a Saturday you wouldn't get that. Well, they don't do it on it after. They, they don't do it for Saturday. It's only for night. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. You're not allowed to. Sh- is it that they're not allowed to broadcast any football between three and five on a Saturday? But there isn't actually any sort of. Rule about that for night games, I right. because mm-hmm. they're all getting paranoid about this periscope app, aren't they? Yeah, that people are going to stream. I mean, I'm not sure what periscope even is. I just know you can just, just I stream. Exactly. I know you've tried, just tried a note on that: you can follow us on periscope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> genuinely, I do do to BFC fancast. We've done a couple already, so but, we'll do it at the end of the season. But, but yeah, because they got angry about the um, fight of the weekend, didn't they? Um, well, people putting that on periscope. Yeah. So can you enlighten me about Periscope? Periscope is a <laughs> oh, Periscope. Um, it's a brand new app from the makers of Twitter, and it's live streaming. So basically, you can just video stream stuff. Yeah. So well, I could, I could, I could do this live. My phone now. Go on Periscope and live stream what we're talking about. Thank, and then thank people, the Lord, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> and, then people, and then people can watch and comment, and mm. it's almost it's almost like a live, not Q and A, but there's there's random people on there. There's people on there who just try and ask people questions, and people who put it on the front of their dashboard in their car and just drive. And the title will be driving to Glasgow, and it literally will be continuous watching a car drive. Jeez, oh. a lot Gosh, of data. Really yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, the, the whole worry with Periscope is you could potentially have, let's say, a shirt with a little pocket on. You could put your phone in there and just press on and, and stream the game before much mm. from the angle you're at. And then there's this whole debate about um, Vine and mm. showing football highlights yeah. straight away. Mm-hmm. If you're ever on Twitter and it's like a big game in the evening... Ten seconds later, there'll be a vinyl. So goal. yeah, so it's um, and, Premier, and the Premier yeah. League and TV companies can't get round that because how do you? Although they can it? probably find the person who, who, like you just say, there yeah. who's streaming it. Which yeah, I think they'll it, look to do. Yeah, yeah cause, I mean, if you put your name to it and and they can, and show where you are, there's a fair chance they'll find you. This is what I like on the fancast. We we talk about the wider points of the football <laughs> community, <laughs> not just walls. We tackle every single issue. Oh, let's, let's do FFP now. Of course. <laughs> I just think it's unfair. You know, if I've paid 
but then again, you know, if I paid money to go to Orton Towers, mm. I can stream my day at Orton Towers. Why can't I stream my day at the football? I just, yeah. you know, I just think it's, it, it's just... Because you haven't got the rights to actually even take photographs in there, let alone video. You're not even allowed to take photos in No, no not, 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 not supposed to. Yeah, no. I mean, people you, do, but you're you not supposed to get, take photos. Yeah, it's going to be very hard to take a camera into yeah. 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 back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be very hard for to pay rights. Yeah. I mean, these people who, who get it, they have to pay a lot of money to get the rights for that. God. Real football lessons here today on the podcast. Tell us what you learned. How do we do it? <laughs> Wolves earned a victory on the final game of the season at home to Millwall 4-2. And despite earning 78 points and on equal points with 6th and 5th, I believe, uh, it still wasn't enough to put Wolves in the playoff positions as they missed out on goal difference by 4 goals. Uh, two goals from New Dicko, one from Ebanks Landel and a departure goal from Bakary Sacco gave Wolves a win. Um a short end of the season podcast, gentlemen, we'll talk about whether we're annoyed or not of uh, missing out in the playoffs. But the game in general, what did we think? I didn't think we started that well. I don't think we started the second half. I think sort of the last few weeks, I think the pressure's been getting to us sort of first ten minutes. And we've had to work our way into games. But as soon as Sacco got the ball inside, you know, well, doing his thing. I mean, the run for the first goal. I was so upset. I, I nearly almost didn't celebrate because I just wanted him to score so badly after running <laughs> the length of the pitch. It was proper more of a Rovers stuff, wasn't it? You didn't have much yeah. of a challenge on him. I thought Millwall were absolutely pathetic. I thought they were the worst team that's come to mind. Really? They just decided that they didn't score two goals. Yeah, that, well, that, says, that says a lot. It's yeah. more about us. If yeah. I thought they did okay to start the like, mm. second. I thought, I thought, I thought they the really attacked as well. And it, it looked like it was going to turn out to be Millwall away all over again yeah. at mm. one point. Dicko, two goals from him. I thought it was a fantastic performance. I thought his second goal was absolutely superb. I thought he was going to break the net. Brilliant mm. goal. Mm. I thought all, all rare performance, Dicko had a really good game. Um... And it just shows because I think Afalbi's been getting a lot of the plaudits. Yeah. Mm. But it just shows how important Dicko still is. Dicko's work rate compared to Afalbi's mm. is just yeah. different grade. Uh, 14 no. goals this season for uh, Lima Dicko. Decent. Um, which, and despite having that lengthy time out yeah. about November to, uh, to, to the, well, to December. Well, I, I just saw a, a start on Twitter before we came on. He's got 15 goals in 30 starts. Mm. Which, you know. Mm. You can't ask for much more no. from your strikers, no, really, can you? That's, 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 that's def- a good return. I think he's definitely is. kicked on um, second half of the season where he's play- been playing alongside a Vogue mm. as well. Bring, sort of, you know, him playing with someone else is cleaving out best. And I think having that competition as well, because he knows, well, if I don't perform, he knows he's got... Well, Benekafogi, he'll mm. just. I don't, I don't, I don't. I would never accuse him of having having that need. I think Nuadiko has got a, a, such a desire within himself. I don't think he has the need for competition. I think it's just the fact that having somebody up there creates a lot more space for him. Yeah, and, and takes yeah. a lot of pressure and creates openings for him. I don't. I don't think Nuadiko needs competition to, to play to his top game. He looks happy on the pitch, doesn't oh, no. he? Even when he scores, he still looks annoyed. But I just think it's is that focus mm. on mm. the game. And I, I think it's, it's it's a brilliant track to have and a great way to go about playing your football. You know, he always wants to better himself. Mm. Um, and, I mean, I, I did doubt him a little bit. I thought, championship level, mm. is he going to cut it? You know, if if we ever got promoted, would he get you more than six or seven goals? Mm-hmm. I think the way he's been playing the last few weeks, I think the answer to both of those questions would be yes. Mm. 
I think everybody would be questioned at that though, at that next level though. Mm, you know, yeah. Scoring ten goals for a club like Wolves in the Premier League is a big ask. We'll talk about the obvious player, Seco, in a bit. Any um, other players? Though. V- VLP, I thought first off was quite lively. Well, VLP, apart from we step over magic, he likes to do. Yeah, and when he tried to put in a cross via a Rabona. Yeah, I'm going to leave the room while we talk about Van der Parra because Danny was still. It is. It is frustrating with Van der Parra because you can tell if he just had that final ball sometimes or that final shot, he could be a good replacement for Seco. You know, going forward. His decision making is poor, and he receives the ball so many times, and you can see he's actually just thinking about what to do. Mm. Any good football, it's just natural. You get the ball, you move, After, you uh, know where it's going. I don't want to go in second too much, but I have to admit, though, Saka was doing that as times on Saturday as well, where they just slow the game right down mm. and they allow two or three players, and mm. someone's like, Right, I'm going to stop, and now my next challenge is to go around you. Why don't yeah. you just carry on running and then <laughs> yeah. cross the ball? And Saka was doing all the step overs. But when you're Sacco, you can get away with it. When you're Van der Parra, who's got no goals mm. and made that many frustrating things in the season, for me, he just... But that's something we raised a few I weeks ago I'm, on the podcast. Yeah. I think, Richie, you, you might yeah. raise it, that if Van der Parra had scored, let's say, six or seven goals this season, would you be saying that about Van der Parra? Would you be saying, oh, I'm... Well, it would be, obviously, it'd be a help to him. Yeah, doesn't it? If, 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 he'd, sco- <laughs> if he'd scored, then we'd be in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Be a different podcast tonight. If he scored the goal at Middlesbrough that you would have scored instead of hitting the bar, even Luke would have scored it <laughs> with a blindfold. <laughs> I mean, he does my head in, as you can tell. I, th- I think potentially there's potential there for a very good player. Mm. When Sakar's Sack- first season, there is there's a, there fans is potential was, for a, fans were tearing like their hair out at Sakar. Mm. Oh, he's he's lazy. He's, he's, he does too much. He's too fancy, blah blah blah. Saying pretty much the same things like the same about Van der Parra this season. I don't I disagree. But I think the biggest the people things the what people moaned about with Sacco was when he came back and made, made loads of defensive blunders, gave away penalties, ridiculous aerial challenges. He just got in the way of defend defend and he's improved. That, that that's not we didn't moan about him being lazy, Sacco. Okay, but his delivery got mild about. How many crosses well, did he use to well over I mean, How many corners did he under it? And some of his deliveries was just like... He'd I mean, put a cross, he could end up in the top corner of the South Bank. I mean, I said that last God. week about Sacco. I can't remember the last time, the time I saw Sacco um, like, complete a cross from open play. Genuinely. Uh, he do, he's mm. actually a pretty bad yeah. winger in that respect. And, he's a great footballer, but in terms... Uh, one at Wigan. Last week, free kick. Free kick. Well, that was a cross, wasn't it? Yeah, sorry, from open play. Oh, oh, sorry. Um, same mm. as this one for Landell, so mm. to speak. It, you know, mm. he doesn't actually cross the ball that much, whereas I think Van der Parra's crossing is actually all right. It's um, not bad. It, yeah. it, 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 and now, the business update. After a difficult year, experts are optimistic a recovery is imminent, with key indicators improving. And yet, men everywhere continue to dress as if they just rolled out of bed. The economy is ready to bounce back. Are you? At Charles Tirrett, we have the high-quality shirts and smart menswear to get you back to your best. Try our introductory offer with three shirts for only $99, delivered free. Use code POD99 at ctshirts.com or any Charles Tirrett store. We played it Twitch the and he put some really dangerous balls in, you know, in that corridor of uncertainty. 
I think he did have. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yes. Yes. Well, just, it's been so long since yeah. we said that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did have it a few, but yeah. I, I, I think with Van der Poel, it's, it's stuff that hopefully the coaching team can get across to him. Beat your man, don't beat him again. Put it in the box, and if in the summer I'd I'd be working on his finishing because he could have had eight or nine goals this season easily. I feel. Mm-hmm. How many has he got in the end? Sorry, he's got about two or three, hasn't he? Who? Van der Parra. No, he's got none. If, I think that goal at Brighton was an own goal. I, yeah, te- te- technically, he scored against Fulham in the cup. Fulham, but that wasn't technically uh, nearly an own goal. Yeah, it? that was nearly <laughs> an own goal. Okay, let's say he's got. But I, I think he could have had seven or eight. Yeah. Just off the top none. of my head. And he's I got none. <laughs> but that, that's why in the summer, hours up and hours, I'd be laying balls off to him, putting crosses in for him, finish that, finish that, finish that, because that's what's lacking. Working on his legs as well. Getting the leg day out. He does need yeah, yeah, yeah. a ball. But then yeah. look at Steeman's legs. Not match sticks. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, he's not young. He's played, he's played oh, well over 100 professional games. Yeah. I, I just... I, Honestly, I don't think you'll improve that much. I, right. think, I think you've either got it or you're a natural. And, he, and for me, he ain't that right. sort of player. Final point from Richard on this one. He does need to develop just, um, you know, a ruthless streak to his play. I mean, the problem is, as you say, he's, he's 24, is he? Yeah. So it's not like he's, you know, 19, let's say, like when Ronaldo came to the Premier League. And, you know, there are sort of similarities between them. I do think that... I think he's definitely got the ability to, you know, definitely kick on in the English game. It's whether he can sort of iron out, you know, the dallying on the ball. Mm. And it at that point, it is the coaching staff that need to do yeah. something. Um, uh, let's talk about Ethan Ebanks Lando got a goal, Super. which is a nice little I thought, goal. I, a really good I was going to ask, yeah. two games now where he seems to have done yeah. all right. People had stayed in near the start of the season and it wasn't really working out in the middle of defence. But now, <clears throat> maybe having that time away, he's come back in the end of the season and he gives Jacket a good. Um, headache. I'll tell you what season. the difference is. It's the fact that he's A playing by <coughs> Stearman and B's mm. playing on the right side of the two centre mm-hmm. halves. Mm. He looks so much more comfortable there for me. I, I think the only thing that let him down is he misplaced a couple of defensive headers. But apart from that, I thought he had a really good game. And did he look any worse than an average Danny Bath game? Mm. I don't think he did. So. Mm. For he's me, played, I think he's got to be pushing Danny Bath next season. You've got to put he's played against the two worst teams in the yeah. division. Well, bar Blackpool, if we don't count them, but he's playing against two yeah. very poor teams. Mm. Um, They're still championship teams. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I'm not, not. I don't want to knock yeah. him, but I don't want to get overexcited yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. two okay performances. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, yeah I, he, he did do better, but I don't think he did any better than when he was at fullback. Um, he, like you say, he, some of it, he needs confidence because that those headers were poor yeah. and they could cost they, they, against mm-hmm. good teams. They would cost you goals. Mm-hmm. He's heading them basically straight to yeah, a yeah, opposition yeah. striker inside our half. You can't do that. Um, but it, it's confidence. He, mm-hmm. he didn't need to head him. He could have took the ball down. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, to yeah. be honest, the player was eight yards away from him. Um, Did anyone think uh, Millwall's second goal was very easy yes. for Kujak? He should have done better. Very slow. Uh, I always find that with Kujak can pull off some fantastic saves, but then the slow ball... <laughs> I just don't even understand how it, how it went in. No. It's, I, I it looked think, worse the more you saw it the worse yeah, it yeah. I just if you if, if was on, on your knees blindfolded with your left hand tied behind your back you still would have stopped that goal he didn't have no stretch or anything yeah. he didn't have any mm-hmm. he just seemed to like he got half a hand to it as well and it and it's, it's such a soft goal mm. to concede that's happened a couple, couple of times I find with Kuzak a couple of times the soft goals seem to go in but he seems to save the 
the charismatic mm. top right hand corner yeah. shot. Mm. I noticed something, he was catching the ball on Saturday. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I thought his distribution was very slow though. There was a couple of times he caught the ball, he could have rolled it out quicker and he mm. seemed to dally on it. Catching the ball, eh? I wonder when we've uh, talked about that on the podcast before. <laughs> Just going to put that out there. Um, didn't anyone notice in the second half, more, maybe the last 10 or 15 minutes, Wolves were really going for it? They are really throwing men forward. What what frustrated me, with me a little bit was, the, like you said earlier, the first half was a bit slow, the tempo mm. was slow. All of a sudden they did come out with a different tempo, straight away second half. It seems though we've waited 45 and a half games before we decided to go for the goal difference situation. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. 45 and a half games and we're worrying about the goal difference. What, what, what? I just, it just found it amazing, really. Thinking, well, let's, you know, last day, four o'clock, or whatever time it was, quarter past one, let's think about the goal. Yeah. yeah. We've had that Wait, many chances when we've been five one clear goals here, boys. Two, right. Two <laughs> and we've contained two up and control games and just managed games down the clock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the whole season. And all of a sudden, we've tried to turn the six goals around in half an hour. Mm. Crazy. We could have lost the game because of it, really. Yeah. But, I mean, we left ourselves in such a silly situation. Mm. I know it's become a bit of a football cliche now, but it was a strong finish at the end of the day, wasn't it? We won. It was a nice little home victory at the end yeah. of the season. Frustrating, sure, we'll talk about that on the end of the season podcast, that we didn't get to make the playoffs, but it was a win, wasn't it, really? Yeah. Nice send-off. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, yes. you put that, if you put that win in the middle of January, you'd be happy with it. Mm. I think it's just because of, you know, so we missed that. Yeah, you know, it was a bit subdued at the end, but, you know... What did we think of the scoreboard? I thought it was nice. Yeah. yeah. Like walking to the ground, my mate, I went, uh, Spets, I've got a scoreboard, eh, mate? He went, Yeah, because, uh, you know, sometimes you forget the score, do you? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, No. When, when have you ever forgot the score? <laughs> Maybe Wolves robbed him last season. The <laughs> running clock's useful, because yeah. it saves yeah. me having to set me, remember yeah. to set my yeah. phone. I did think it was nice how the players. Faces and names come up. I found yeah, it quite, uh, quite, quite weird where you just see the eyes of the players. <laughs> Benny Kofobi looked yeah. proper like angry, yeah. didn't he? He was like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, badly, hey, it's badly positioned, though, isn't it? It's badly positioned as a scoreboard goes. And it's quite. If you weren't going to put it in the corners, where would you put it? Because at the end of the day, some stand isn't going to see it. It's got to go in the corner. Could we not just do it where the old TVs were? Actual places in the corners yeah. at the moment. It just seems ridiculous. Look, oh, I don't know how these things work, OK? Oh, I think it's a bit of a yeah. nice touch. Yeah. 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 The people in the Steve Ball think it's wonderful. That <laughs> <laughs> would change their day significantly. <laughs> you know, the people wouldn't we'll, say fang of the clock. We'll get lucky. To be fair, I was really annoyed when that got moved, actually. <laughs> Yeah, but even if you're so on the, the one side watching. of the south bank, you, you wouldn't be able to see that very well, would you? I suppose it lies back, I guess. I, suppose, I don't know. Um, For the people in the steep ball, so the uh, watch them, we'll get one of those like baseball style scoreboards where you just put the card <laughs> <laughs> in a big stand. I, it, I think it looked a bit League One ish to me. It'll bring in it extra revenue out as well. Nowhere, didn't it? Because it was is relatively small in the middle of quite a long stand. Yeah. Um, um, did anyone know uh, in the stands? Did anyone hear anybody shout? Reading or winning? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so I think as soon as it kicked off, I think one. But once Brentford took the lead in that game, you knew that was yeah, the game-setting match, wasn't it? It killed the atmosphere. Didn't yeah. it? The atmosphere went yeah. really flat as soon as Brentford scored. Um, but how about Derby? Derby, Derby, Derby. Well, didn't it pick up a bit with it when the goal started? Because it was the potential to catch Ipswich. Yeah, there was yeah, because just for. A, there was, there was a point when there was half hour left. Four and twenty yeah. minutes, which yeah. isn't yeah. undoable, but but then I think when Ipswich scored the second, then yeah. Was, yeah, because I mean, 
at the t- was it three one three one in both matches at any point? Yeah, yeah I think, it was. Yeah. I think you know if if Ipswich could have scored again, then I think that really would have. If Blackburn had scored, sorry, if yeah. Blackburn, Blackburn had scored, scored again, yeah, yeah, and we'd have scored again, it really would have. Got, got, yeah, 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 yeah. But I think then Ipswich scored the penalty, and it, mm. I think again it just killed yeah. it. But what a downfall for Derby though. Well, Top yeah. of Christmas, I, I thought they were going to win the league, I thought they were the best team in the league, and mm-hmm. ever since the whole McLaren-Newcastle, ever since that though, it's almost like they, or, or ever since they lost to us. And ever since right. they filled the team a bit more with loan signings yeah. as well, then they almost had two, like, yeah. I've, got, I've, I've got to be honest, I've been a little bit critical of Kenny Jackie for us keeping too small a squad, mm. but I wonder whether they've had too big a squad. Mm. Had too many, uh, yeah. I don't say that, they've had injuries you know. Oh. Well, they've had injuries, yeah, you know. Well, they've they had never happened to them. Yeah. Nobody has injuries. They've had some they? injuries, Derby have. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but I don't think McLaren mentions it that often. <laughs> yeah. But they've had injuries. You'd be sick if you was a Derby fan, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Do you think he's like plus 30 goal difference? Mm. Plus eight. Yeah. Yeah. And Reading, really, even after the FA Cup semi final, they lost away to Rotherham. That was a game. They were on the beach for about two weeks, you know. Yeah. They'd lost at home the week before. Yeah. The Blues. Birmingham. Yeah. Yeah. Football League, so I think Reading went 2 0 up, and you should have seen how many Derby fans were leaving. I know, that was a disgrace. <laughs> that was a disgrace. Honestly, that was a disgrace. They were leaving. Because it's, especially when you, you're the stronger team, how many times you've been 2 0 down to a weak team and you've pulled mm. it back to 2 all? And they were leaving after what? You wouldn't mind if they were going for the last bus, but it's a 12 15 kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I think it's hilarious. I do. Mm. I just think it's hilarious, and I, I think as well. I think you guys take your hats off to Brentford. Oh yeah, yeah. because all season they'll drop off. They'll mm. drop off. That you know they're playing on. We'll still be playing on next season. Um, and that's. Uh, I think we'll leave it there then for this Bunnell podcast. We do need. Oh, to, can we, we just mention how well Dominic Iorfa played? We can mention how well he played. I thought he played really well. Yeah. There we go. Are we also not mentioning Saka uh, as well? Uh, when, when oh yeah, we're supposed to be talking about Saka, aren't we? You're yeah. stop there. Are you, you are launching the Dominic Iorfa fan club, though, aren't you? Yes. That is being oh, yes. launched during the summer. And yes. Membership, well, you'll be notifying people about membership. Yes, and oh, there'll be a meet, um, Dominic Iorfa masks and, and other yeah. accessories will be available. Yeah. Yeah. You're announcing the player of the year. Oh, I've just done it on Twitter and I will get to that, uh, John Bab. Don't John, worry. Who did Don't you miss Stuart Hall? Um, I have a bet on because you said Dominic Iorfa would would play European yeah. football before a phobia. We'll be before a phobia. Mm. We'll wait. We'll wait. Do you rate Iorfa? Yeah. yeah. I think he could play for England in the next five years. Mm. I think he'll be. I can think he can play in the Premier League in the next couple I, of I, years. I, I don't think we've got much competition at right back, really, yeah. have we? Mm. No, I've not been impressed. No. That's the only reason. I mean, yeah. if we had a world class right back, I wouldn't be saying that. But mm. I just don't think we are. Let's mm. talk about the one topic. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, let's talk about the one topic I completely forgot about because let's finish on. He's off now, isn't he? He's going. Uh, Bakary Sacco had his uh, final moments at Molyneux. He scored. It was befitting that he scored that last goal, and it? it was a nice little goal as well. You've got to remove uh, Sacco has become a bit of a Marmite player. He does still um, divide opinions, but you've got to say. In the last three years, he's, a, he's he's been the top scorer. I think for well, I think maybe actually mm. not the year we went down. I think Ebank Blake was the top scorer mm. that year. But he scored at least fourteen goals a season. Um, he I know there was that whole thing with League One where Fulham were coming in and stuff like that. But he didn't go. He stuck around. He stuck around this season. He has been a good servant. Mm. Very good. Yeah. He's probably one of the more iconic players of this century at Wolves. Um, Is he the best foreign import at Wolves? Ludo Polo. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you could yeah, not what he did for the Wolves, would you? Mm. Mm. Polo. I mean, it was. 
wholehearted performances. You know what you're going to get most weeks. Mm. Um, but I think most people would, if you would know Sacco, wouldn't mm. they, around the country or the fans mm. as well? I think yeah, that's yeah. always a bit of a measure of a player. Is when you, yeah, not just you, not it, just your own if fans. You chat, yeah. yeah, if you do, if you chat to sort of. Um, fans of Royal, yeah, you chat to fans of Royal team, and you say, "Oh, who you support?" And you say, "Wolves." They know Saka is mm. the main guy, and he's made it into the Championship side for the league mm. of the year, hasn't he? So, I, I don't think there's been many players in the last ten or fifteen years that's probably made the impression mm. in a three-year spell. Let's, let's face it: when he signed, the other thing you've got to bear in mind is who'd heard of him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd never heard of him. I'll be honest. And that's where you've well, got to thank. Yeah, that's where you've got to thank Solbakken for that because yeah. like, he was the one who brought him. <laughs> <My podcast>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you, he's been a great service to the club and I think there, there can't really be anyone who's going to ill wish him now no. people will well, no, unless he goes to the Albion honestly he'll be dead to me if he goes to the Albion I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll come up with the but money no, 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 no way will they pay the money but I think everyone is resigned um, to him, to see him going, and, and I'm sure we'll talk about it more on the end of the season podcast. But thank you, Bakary Sacco, because he, you know, he has produced some yeah. great memories for us over the last three years. Some fantastic goals. What would be your Bakary Sacco goal? Sheffield United at home yeah. last season. I really enjoyed his penalty against Middlesbrough earlier this season, where he dinked it about a foot off the ground. <laughs> I thought just for just for sheer arrogance. Yeah. <laughs> I liked his free kick at Bristol City. Mm. That was that was awesome. <laughs> um, his first ever goal falls against Northampton, yeah. where he, I think it's from 30 yards out, I've never seen a ball travel that fast before. And he had little tints of blue in his hair as well. He did have some good strikes there, didn't he? He had a yeah. good strike at Cardiff. That was, that was a fair, fair strike. Mm. Um, and I don't think his goal, his goal, his, his ball striking changed somewhat, didn't he? he I don't know, his, his delivery of his corners were fantastic early on, the first, mm. first couple of months. It was the best corners I'd seen. Mind you, and then all of a sudden they just change. Yeah. He didn't have that fantastic near post delivery that was frightening. Mm-hmm. Um, that all seemed to dry up because he got a bit big for his and tried to score off every corner. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> Would you um, say Bakary Sacco cult icon? Yes. Yeah. John's a decider here. It's like Simon Cowell. <laughs> you only you only really care if Simon Cowell. Yeah, has a goal for the buzzer yet. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, does that make us like the Louis Walsh and... Um... You could be Louis Walsh, but... <laughs> 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 Obviously the cult icons are more cult icons because of the fi- just the figure that they are. Yeah, but rather than I, I, think, I think he's more of an iconic, just for being the footballer he is, mm. personally, rather than being George Berry or George Ellicott. Mm. You've got to be George, and you know what yeah. no. um, Margarita. Uh, no, I think he's yeah. iconic as a player. Personally, so I don't see him quite as a cult icon. Well, we'll, we will all be dishing our tears at one point, but Bakri Sacco, uh, thank you very much, and you will be missed. And I think that's where we're going to leave the podcast this week, unless there's anything else I've forgotten which people want to bring up, because there is one thing I need to mention before we finish off, which is, of course, the Wolves Fancast Player of the Season. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Uh, Anything else that people want to bring up at all for this penultimate technically podcast of this season? Also, sorry, apologies for the audio issues last week. There were some issues, and hopefully you're listening in clear sound now. So it's apologies. a bit late if I aren't, but... Yeah, but, you know, I, I thought... We're I'd at least apologetic about it now, yeah, so... I've at least put it in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Someone needs to do it. If you can hear it. Yeah. <laughs>
Uh, well, as a regular podcast, this is going out since no, the, the end of season different. I'd probably just like to, on behalf the listeners can't speak, I'd like to thank, the, on behalf of the listeners, thank you for all your input. I think well, it's been a great show yeah. and it wouldn't happen without you. I think you've done well, a great job. Thank you, John. I'll take that fiver later on. <laughs> um, so it's the Wolves Fancast Player of the Season Award. Now, we've already tweeted it by the time we're talking about this, so if, you ha- if you're not on social media, you're hearing it for the first time now. It was between uh, Benikafobi, uh, Nuadiko, Richard Steerman, Bakary Seko, and Dominic I. Orfer. Uh, Thanks to everybody who voted for, uh, via wallsfancast.com and the winner with just under 50% of Hold the on. vote. Hang on, what's going on? That We're going to build tension here now because I've no idea what Luke's doing. There's some postal votes just coming in. Here we go. Oh. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. Hang on. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Now, and the winner is... Richard Steven! Yay! Yay! There we go, a little round of applause. <laughs> You've been waiting outside. <laughs> <laughs> He's freezing. You can go from being on the sofa now. Did someone say Richard <laughs> Steven? <laughs> um, so well done to Richard Steven for winning the coveted Wolves Fancast Player of the Season Award 2014-15. The Ballon d'Or of uh, Wolves, Wolves Awards, as uh, we like to think of it. The coveted T-shirt will be on his way to Steers in the summer. Uh, all happy with that decision? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah as long as it's won by majority, we don't have to like have a coalition <laughs> fan cast player. Just... It drifted out to a big price to win the award in November. Yeah. I, I would never have thought he was going to win it then, but uh, yeah. he's, he's, he's come back really well. Mm. Congratulations, Richard Steven. And that's where we'll leave uh, this week's Wolves Fancast. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Opera Creative. If you're looking for a brand new website, web design, branding, and anything else online related, check out operacreative.com. Follow us on Twitter at WWFC Fancast. Could be a bit of friction there. They have silver bug and Opera Creative. Mm. Whoa. <laughs> Who would you go for? Oh. <laughs> Obviously, our sponsors, Opera Creative. Just, just buy our website. That's all we can say. Follow us on uh, Facebook, Wolves Football Fancast Show, and like, and check out our website for the latest blogs and opinion pieces at wolvesfancast.com now we'll be back in a few days because the end is coming ladies and gentlemen it is the end of season podcast part one and two we'll be reviewing this season looking ahead to the summer and of course Billy Wright or Billy Wrong oh god (laughs) the famous fancast quiz I still like the the Jack Price is right the always the best podcast the end of season one and the start of season one they're the best ones. I'm just just for Billy Wright or Billy Wrong? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so make sure you check those podcasts out, uh, which will be online in the next few days. But for this week, it's bye from John Bab. Goodbye. Bye from Richard. Goodbye. Bye from Luke. Goodbye. And it's bye from me. See you next time. Bye.